Hey everyone, God bless you. It is Jeannie and welcome to my video or podcast, depending where you're listening from. I pray you're having a great day today. <clears throat> I wanted to share um, a teaching by the late and great Catherine Coleman. If you have not heard from her, you should definitely look her up. She was a wonderful, um, anointed teacher of the gospel. And this teaching is specifically on our mental attitude. So let me go ahead and begin reading. I'm going to do the best I can because there are no commas, no periods or anything in this transcript. But I'm going to read uh, the best I can so that you can gain from this. And let's go ahead and learn and reflect together. A teacher, a great teacher once said a good mental attitude is better than mental ability. For your attitude tells the world what you expect from life. And you will receive exactly that. No more, no less. When I said to you a second ago that the only limit to the power of God lies within you, I meant exactly that. God knows no limit to his power. He is still God Almighty. You limit him in your asking and in your lack of faith and your attitude toward him. And the very same thing is true of life. Your attitude tells the world what you expect from life and you receive from life exactly what you expect. No more no less. Perhaps the word of God has put the finger on the secret. Sure, you know it. Perhaps you didn't. You didn't know exactly where to find it in the word of God, but it's there in Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, the seventh verse. For as he think in his heart, so is he. In other words, as a man thinks, his mental attitude, so is that person, a thought precedes a deed. You will know something that every normal man or woman longs more keenly for love, for warm friendship, admiration, human relationship from his fellows than for anything else in life. But what many do not see is the fact that the miracle of receiving from others must begin in the inside of himself or oneself. It must begin inside of his own mind. He is the one when he begins passing out love, giving love, he gets love in return. But he'll never get warm kindness or love until he begins giving it. Giving it out, that is. And it's just like that. Have you ever noticed that the higher you go on the human scale, the nicer the people are? It's all a matter of attitude. You can tell a great deal about a person just from studying his attitude. His attitude about others, his attitude about life in general, his attitude about the folks with whom he works. People are mean, suspicious, vindictive outwardly only when they are mean, suspicious, vindictive inwardly. That's what the Bible means. As a man think, so is he. And the more confident a person is of his own value as a person the better his attitude towards others and the world in general. A man can't be mean in his days and be wonderful on the inside. No. When you see a person who is mean, petty and small and jealous and does unkind things to others, as to others, be dead sure that that person is mean on the inside. He has mean thoughts his attitude in general is mean and unkind. This says big people, but it might mean good people. <laughs> 
Good people just naturally treat you well. People who are good on the inside produce good deeds. They're forgiving. They're good about everything. They're courteous. They're confident. Being happy with themselves, they reflect that they have nothing to fear. They overlook the meanness in other people because somehow they just don't see the meanness in other folks. Because mentally, they're good. In their own living, in their own lives, they're good. It's easy for them to forgive. They're not suspicious because they are not underhanded themselves. Wow. Only little people will treat you badly. These are people who have never really grown up or matured. Something stunted their inner growth, their confidence in themselves. And since you're not happy with, with, uh, within, happiness won't radiate from that life of yours. That's just the truth. They're not confident in their own ability and their own worth as an individual. And they can only see the world in their own reflection. And therefore, they are small in their thinking, in their values. And as a result, their treatment of you is a kind of punishment of themselves. We can only love others to the extent that we love ourselves. By carefully observing how others treat you, particularly strangers such as clerks and salesmen and elevator operators and gas station attendants, you can make a fairly good evaluation of what these people think of themselves. So, the higher you go in any business of value, the nicer the people seem to become. Their good attitudes did not come as a result of their better jobs. Their better jobs came to them as a result of their attitudes. I'm going to read that again. Their good attitudes did not come as a result of their better jobs. Their better jobs came to them as a result of their attitudes. Wow. Someone may say, I'd be happy too if I had what he's got. It's a natural tendency to think his attitude is a result of his success, but that's not the case. It's just the reverse. The reverse is true. Each of us attracts the kind of life that we as individuals represent. That is, before a person can achieve something, he must become the kind of person that this something would naturally belong to. We must first be the person we would like to be before the things that person would have can come or can come to us. Now, that might sound kind of complicated, but it isn't. It's just like that. Now, how can we become good on the inside? How can we have good thoughts? How can we have the correct mental attitude? You get it through the new birth experience. And I'm going to add my own phrase by being born again, by knowing the Lord. So she goes on to say, when you are given the mind of Christ and you get the mind of Christ by being a part of him and you become a part of him as you are born again, then beloved for you to live is Christ and Christ is love. You know, I think it's the great, it's the great this moment that I don't think I'm reading that right I don't think that's written right this moment that in any man's life when he'll just be quiet be still not say a word but just quietly take inventory of himself you know we live in a world that's so filled with turmoil the very atmosphere is filled with nervous tension if you don't believe it just stop and think how many times somebody blew their autom automobile horn, horn <laughs> at you on the way to work today what was it just nervous tension that's all 
Just pause right now and ask yourself, what kind of person am I? What am I really like? We often ask the question, what is Catherine Kuhlman really like? <laughs> Or for you, I'm paraphrasing, for you all, put in your name there. What do you like? Like, have you ever asked yourself, what kind of person am I? What kind of person am I really like? Like Father God, we, are, we were created in the image and likeness of Almighty God. I pray that through the new birth experience, we may regain that image. Wow, that was an amazing teaching, wasn't it? Um, very, very deep, very wisdom-packed, um, packed with wisdom, packed with uh, truth nuggets that we can take and implement in our lives. And it's, it's so true, you know, when you listen to that, as a man thinks, so is he. Um, Proverbs 23 verse 7 it's so true because as we think and we believe things and we reflect on things in our hearts and as we think of others um, those are the things that come out those are the things that manifest because the Bible even says that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so we speak what's already in our heart we release what's already in our heart and mind um, and so are we displaying the fruit of the spirit are we displaying love are we giving out to others what we ourselves are wanting to receive And, you know, this is truly a teaching that causes us to self-reflect. It's, it's truly causing me to do that in certain areas where I can give more. I can do more. I can love more. Um, because the very way that I want certain things from others, I have to also give. Because otherwise, we're just living in hypocrisy. You know, the Bible even says that if you want a friend, you have to be friendly. <laughs> you know, if we want friends, we have to be friendly. If we want... To network and make connections and you know um, like she was speaking in this um, teaching on how if we want a different position even we want to be up in the business realm or you know whatever realm you're in in the government or in the church or whatever it may be then we have to also ourselves be friendly and approachable and kind and so I want to just challenge you as I'm challenging myself today To say, who am I? To ask yourself, who am I really? What am I really like? Am I a kind person? Am I a forgiving person? Do I hold grudges for long periods of time? Or do I release them? Do I let go? Do I hold on to offenses? Do I get offended easily? All of these things are questions that we need to reflect on. Because there's always an area we can work on. There's always an area that we can mature in and ultimately be like Christ and be transformed back into the right image the image of God that is reflecting his heart reflecting his mind so let us reflect on that let us think on it let us ponder and consider Selah as a man thinketh so is he God bless you <laughs>